0: Um, every time uh, I sit here and we're about to do Metta, I have uh, lots of images that come to mind because of being here in this hall where um, for a number of years with um, with uh, uh, Catherine and Yanai uh, Amongst others, we uh, taught uh, the the family retreat here for many years. Every year in summer, there used to be a family retreat, and so you would have uh, something like 30 something families with forty something kids, and uh, you know sometimes we would all be in the hall together, and sometimes just the adults and the kids would be playing outside. Sometimes. Uh, the small ones would go away, There would be just eight and up, anyway, all kinds of uh, versions of this in this hall. So we spent a lot of time with, again, Catherine and Yanai, uh, singing songs about squirrels and, <laughs> and, and other animals. And, and often when I would, we would be sitting here, and Catherine is a, actually a really good storyteller, But we would be sitting here, and often they would be like, all kids all over the place. Like, you know, an arm would be (laughs) here, the face would be there. (laughs) It's really sweet. Um, And uh, we would do meta together in all kinds of ways. And one time that was outstanding to me was when uh, I had. Had the idea to ask the teen teenagers on the retreat to to to, to teach us metta, and so they had prepared together, and they they came as a gang, you know, <laughs> and they sat and they were all proud and and they uh, and they talked about metta, what was metta, what was not metta, and they gave us like a really a dharma talk on metta, and and then they asked. Uh, the kids, who would you like to send uh, meta to? And it was very touching because one kid would say, "Oh, the hippopotamus," and the whole, the whole, uh, the whole sangha, the whole community would say, "May all the hippopotamus be happy," and together we would all say, "May all the hippopotamus be happy." Then and then they would go on like this and we would go through the different species of animals and roles you know and teachers and grandparents and uh, it was very uh, very sweet so when i sit here these are the memories that uh, come to mind around meta there anything else needed to be said about this i like uh, the, that meta as many of you know is in a, in a family of four qualities of the four qualities of the heart huh? and so meta loving kindness or benevolence or goodwill or friendliness You might resonate with a different uh, expression of a different word. Like for me, one one translation is unconditional love. That's way too big for me. It's like so expensive. You know, (laughs) kind of like wow, makes me uh, gives me vertigo. You know, like I'm I'm not sure I'm able to do that. But uh, kind of goodwill or benevolence seems accessible. You know, even. um, Non-hatred, non-violence, seems like a very soft version of the absence of hatred. Is already a space of safety, you know. And so, when you make it available to you like this, that it can take many forms. In the four Brahma Viharas, it's called or divine abodes. I like that little view. It works for me. So the heart is naturally, when it's not occupied by hatred, fear, stinginess, uh, calculating, all the things that come and visit, we say it's naturally benevolent. It's naturally uh, wishing well, wishing that things uh, go well. And when this well-wishing meets uh, what is difficult, it, it becomes compassion. It becomes the capacity to be with the difficult in a friendly way, in a caring way, in a, in w- with this wish that it goes well, but with the capacity to be with the difficult. And when this loving kindness or benevolence meets what is uh, beautiful, happy, joyful, successful, working out, then it naturally becomes uh, the capacity to rejoice. Mudita is the word in Pali. So I like how the mind can, uh, the, the mind, the heart rather, maybe, can flow like this the fluid heart when it's not, you know, comparing or holding on or tight in some ways, or all the ways that we know it can be. When it's more available, naturally it can stay when it's difficult for us or others. It can be there and naturally it can also enjoy, appreciate, uh, rejoice. Yeah. And the fourth quality of this that's little list or grouping is equanimity, the uh, ability to not fall into despair, reactivity, shutting down, uh, indifference, uh, etc. So this is all what we're working on, the, the many opportunities all day long to bring a little compassion here, a little capacity to appreciate, to rejoice, to be grateful for what works, and on and on this equilibrium or balance of heart, equanimity. There's many ways to develop this, cultivate it, and you can find your own way. And maybe you already have, over the years, developed a way that works for you that touches you. There is a classic way that came, I think it's 1,500 years ago through the Visuddhimaga. It was organized, you know. Many of you know this with the categories, you know. Benefactor, the friend, neutral person, etc., and sending phrases, and so that's one way that's been kind of became a classic way, but it was not taught like this by the Buddha. Uh, And so today, I'd like to try a way that maybe is a little closer to certainly the text where the Buddha describes uh, invites us to practice metta, and. that might work for you, or not, so maybe you'll try it, then veer off in your own little world, or m- maybe you'll stay with this practice, and we'll see what happens, right? When we do a metta practice, sometimes it's, it's just the opposite that comes up. You know, like just hearing meta. It could could be like this. So if it's like this, then I want to normalize this for you. It's it's possible because it's something that you have access to, you've been experiencing, we've all been experiencing this. Otherwise, we would not have survived up to today if there was not loads of moments of benevolence in this heart-mind during one day. But suddenly when it's organized or prescribed, maybe something inside goes like, "Oh no, don't make me do that you know So then you can just you know be here and continue the practice of uh, being attentive to what's happening, and maybe, because there's no pressure, I just relieved it. Maybe you'll decide to explore or not. So if you want, you could uh, close your eyes. If you want, you could even uh, partly lay down, if it's possible, without uh, bothering anybody around you or touching anybody. But if you wanted to make yourself comfy, like they did very freely in the family retreat, somebody wants to lay down on the stairs here, <laughs> I'd be quite okay with that. <laughs> so I'm not feeling like, like you have to produce anything or feel anything, certainly anything of like a great uh, emotional something you know none uh, hatred something extremely mm-hmm. transparent uh, almost non-eventful one way that i like to practice metta is just to <coughs> Well, let's start by just feeling the body, if, you, if it feels right to you. Just becoming aware that there is a body here. And It's uh, resting on earth and it's uh, breathing Maybe you'll be appreciating this uh, body, sitting here. Or appreciating the fact that it's breathing, keeping us alive. And in this practice, we use uh, imagination. If you want, you could just uh, sense or think of the space in front of you. And see if your imagination, with your imagination, you can make this space a space of benevolence or a space of safety. however small or big you experience it right now. Imagining it being a non-violent space, peaceful space. You're offering this and benefiting from this. So if somebody was to come in this space or be in it or they would be protected space of non-aggression all the space in front of you, and you could feed it with your out-breath, infuse kindness or peace, non-reactivity in that space. Or breathing in, you could experience it, benefit from it. your heart, touching your heart and chest area. And if you wanted to do the same behind you, making the space behind you also a space of safety, of protection, of peace, of care, in front and behind a friendly space radiating from the front, or the back, or both. Or feeling free to experience it, or imagining it in your own way, through the breathing, or any other way. on the sides too if you want all around around you imagining or in- enjoying a space of uh, safety of warmth however you want to imagine it. If people or situations come to mind, let them Cross this space or enter this space of non-reactivity, of non-struggle. be the immediate space around you, or larger space. Let's include above, the space above. and below Offering, experiencing this benevolent space around, above and below, in all directions. You want to make the inner space, vast inner space of benevolence. Maybe the great uh, benevolent darkness that is there with your eyes closed, velvety. Benevolent, spacious, blackness inside of you, welcoming, non-threatening. Safe, friendly inner space. Safe, caring
1: outer space.
0: All sounds All impressions, thoughts, images. Disarmed. Received peacefully, with balance, with care. people of your life come to mind in your inner space. They're welcomed with care. They can appear and disappear. Sensations, too, happening in a field of non-reactivity. If you want, you can continue to imagine or nurture this inner space or outer space of uh, protection. Or just very simply stay here in this room, in this body sitting and breathing. might be feeling the space created by others contributing to it
1: May I abide in well-being in freedom from ill-will in freedom from anxiety in freedom from hostility and may I maintain well-being in myself May everyone abide in well-being in freedom from ill-will in freedom from anxiety, in freedom from hostility, and may they maintain well-being in themselves. May all beings be released from all suffering, and may they not be parted from the good fortune they have attained.
0: Thank you for your practice. I remember a few years ago um, <clears throat> sitting a Metta retreat with uh, Sylvia Borstein and uh, we came in and she just uh, instructed to you know, sit there and be aware we were sitting, and see if we could have a friendly mind towards this sitting, this body, and a friendly mind towards sounds that would come, or friendly mind towards mind states that would come, and friendly mind as we were walking and friendly mind. anyway, we did the whole week like this and and at the end of the and there was never like sentences of well wishing or anything like this just uh, of inviting benevolence and free uh, yeah benevolence and uh, at the end i asked her so, do you see it? what's the it didn't what's the difference between uh, like mindfulness and uh, metta or it had the tone of a mindfulness retreat and she said i don't see any difference it's it's the same it's caring about what's happening it's bringing care so this way you know we're invited here this week to invite as much as we want to play play in that field of uh, you know caring for this body who's going to stand up in a few seconds and maybe go down and lay down for the yoga and can the movements be done in a friendly way you know and can we hold a friendly space for each other in the dining hall and in the hallways, and you know, and I was saying to one group, uh, I think yesterday, <coughs> a couple of years ago, I was uh, I had the chance to teach uh, f- uh, the March retreat at Spirit Rock, a month long, with uh, Jack Cornfield was there, and that, and Jack, well, a few things, but Jack at some point said, who's been teaching for 40 years or something, said, oh yeah, for the first 30 years we really thought that uh, mindfulness will do it. Would do it, you know, like we applied mindfulness and the fourth foundation, you know, and it took 30 years to figure out that actually it was not going to work alone. It needed uh, benevolence or friendliness or metta. And to me that was important, you know, that somebody with 40 years of experience would say, it actually is not gonna work without that we have to find the way to invite this in the noticing you know and during that retreat i don't think he ever said mindfulness i think he said bring your loving awareness many many times bring your loving awareness to the breath bring your loving awareness to the state of your mind right now the, to bring your loving awareness to the cushion, or the matra, the yoga, whatever it's called, the yoga mat, you know. And so that's what's on the schedule now, uh, or walking, yeah. So uh, enjoy, or care, or accompany yourself well in the next uh, for the rest of your life. <laughs> Thank you.